it's really interesting how popular yoga is in the United States when you really look at the the roots of yoga and how it has survived for so many years it really is very contradictory to what is the ideas that are popular in the United States it doesn't mean that they are contrary to um, our ideas of freedom but it really does contradict these ideas that are popular right now such as um, more is needed um, materialism and this idea of um, this false intuition this sense of um, listening to your senses and there's certainly your senses are there to warn you about the environment and and but we we tend to over gratify the senses with um, our desire for pleasure but there's so much in the yoga traditions not just again the very basic yoga sutras that really do say no that's that's really not your path to liberation it's very very different from what might what the world might see and this is where I do see very very uh, strong connections to um, obviously Buddhism and yoga I mean Buddhism is a you know a offshoot if you will but the uh, but I do see a lot of these same themes in the Christian tradition although they've really fallen by the wayside you see them some of these practiced in maybe monasteries and convents but not so much in common life I was reading about uh, a certain type of yoga again this isn't the type of yoga that's practiced today but it talks about you know renunciation and, and how you um, you don't really do things for the fruit of the actions so you do things that are good for all in the service of others but you don't think do things to satisfy yourself and then this idea of recognizing like what really is permanent and what really kind of uh, kind of changes from day to day and we should always be looking for that transcendental bliss that idea of who God is and of course this style of yoga really doesn't talk too much about God 
but it does recognize you know whoever God is in your uh, practice is of utmost importance that's my dog snoring and so I think that's that's really important and and this idea of maintaining tranquility in the face of adversity and you see that you see just this idea of wanting to react in modern day that is very um, popular this idea that you know if you post something on social media someone even if it's very neutral someone is always just very willing to respond in a very rude way and this idea that um, you know just kind of maintaining um, balance that sense of concentration and that there's also that sense of centeredness in light of whatever contrast that you might experience so you know experiencing we experience heat and cold but just not letting that be um, kind of reactive in that state so and then pleasure and pain and and yes you'll experience pleasure yes you'll experience pain but not letting that pull you off balance So there's just really so much more to a lot of religion and spiritual practices that really teach us the, that the path through liber- to liberation, to true freedom, is not just something like chasing. It's really not something to be chased. It's a matter of restraint of what we typically know and what we're told by the world. It's really about seeking that liberation from within, that liberation of how the world will easily keep us bound if we chase after what they tell us will bring us pleasure. So again, all of these religious traditions are telling us, yes, the world is, is, can bring about temporary pleasure, but it'll also bring pain if you chase after these things too fervently. And so, yeah, I think that there's just so much richness to these traditions. I think it's a call for us to return to them so that we are not easily flipped around and slapped around by these worldly pursuits.